0: laugh at this next
1: part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That.
0: Who writes these? Huh? You should have this person locked up and
1: <laughs> looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Merz and David Horning on this week's episode.
2: The sign of intelligence is like being able to like hold and consider a belief that you don't have and oh boy yeah that's something like that but but like basically like that is what being intelligent is is like being able to like consider something that even though you don't believe it like you could see why someone would think that.
3: You have to have a level of understanding about the way other people think. Because people live in different circumstances. I know, this is like, this is, I could unpack that, and I don't want to, honestly. <laughs> it's just so much talking, and then it just turns into, yeah.
2: Yeah, who are we, Joe Rogan?
1: You are listening to You Can't Laugh At That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at, and we find ways to laugh at them in our never-ending quest to prove that anything can be funny. With me, as always, is our interstellar co-host, Steve Merz. Steve, how's hey, it going up there? I'm doing, I'm doing
3: well. How's the air up there? Um, that's not funny. <laughs> um, no, I, sorry, I, I meant like as in don't disparage my height, but then I remembered I'm in space. So yeah, it's, um, well, it's depleting.
2: <laughs> Steve, <laughs> do you ever go by Steve Mars? Come on. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm on the, the pod. Thanks, What's third pod? grade. <laughs> 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 that's what I remember
3: that as. That was, that was what I got in third grade, and it made me so like angry. No, I'm not angry anymore about it. I don't care, but uh, it's just <laughs> I sense a
1: little disdain in,
3: in your. I, once again, I forgot I was in space, and I'm like, I thought it was just the name variation, but really, I should be Mars. Yeah, you're right. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> a lot of comedy has to do with self awareness, Steve. I thought you would know that by now.
3: Well, I'm not really in space, David. <laughs>
1: And that's my lack of awareness. So, my lack of
0: awareness. <laughs> oh,
1: but Joining yeah. us on this episode is Zach Wyckoff. He is a comedian based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Zach has performed in at least one comedy festival that I know of. Uh, you want to yes. introduce us to who you are as a human being?
2: Oh, so you're going to make me give my own credits. Dope. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, uh... Talk about yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple festivals. Uh... Cleveland, Louisville, uh, a couple in Indianapolis. Um, This is the worst credit um, because it's so insane. But um, there's this thing called Funniest Person in Cincinnati, a local contest in Cincinnati that I have won two times. And it does not mean anything is what I've learned.
3: (laughs) Will you get a lifetime supply of Skyline Chili? Oh,
2: man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I did. I would just have him spoon it right into my mouth. The <laughs> king of Cincinnati comedy, They <laughs> just hand it to you on chili fries. Oh yeah. god,
1: no! I'm still, I'm still baffled as to how that's considered chili and not bolognese. It's, it's, it's like spaghetti with bolognese.
2: I don't know, it's, man. I'm a Cincinnati transplant, and I've never gotten it. Uh, but I, but like I've lived here long enough where like if it's been a month or two, I'm like my body needs this runny meat with chocolate and cinnamon. it (laughs) Like I need it injected into me. I don't know what it is. There's something about something about being here. I think there's deficiencies in the water. I don't know.
3: I remember correctly. It's a Greek immigrant food.
2: (laughs) The way you said that almost sounded disdainful Greek immigrant food.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. It sounds so like derogatory, but it's like, I think it was invented by a Greek immigrant and it's obviously very, uh, like bastardized uh, American food, like a lot of things in America as well. So That is what we
0: do.
2: We take stuff and ruin it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As a fan of smooth jazz, let me tell you. (laughs) Radioactive cheese.
3: It's like it glows in a very unnatural way.
1: (laughs) That color. (laughs) I know,
3: it's suspiciously orange.
0: You can't laugh at that.
3: Hey, You're random back. thought. I loved that sketch you were in uh, that you did. What, the, what was it? It was a commercial for Pepsi with like uh, <laughs> with uh, with uh, chewing tobacco, like spit in yes. it. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that I was like my that. thanks, man. That was my buddy uh, David Chiume uh, He's the if you see any picture of me with a black guy, that's him. Um, but he, uh, we both worked together for uh, for a church. Boo, I know. Um, But we do this thing every year called uh, Super Bowl of Preaching, which is a terrible name. It's so dumb. But (laughs) what they do is that every year they have like halftime commercials where we just like do actual parody commercials and they let us do that one we've written a couple other ones but that by far was like one of the most fun ones
3: it looked very like the production value was great and it was very funny on all on one so i was like wow that i was wowed because that's what i do for a living is i film stuff and i want to do a lot of comedy sketches and things like that so i was like wow yeah it was really good
2: yeah shouts out to the tithers (laughs) thanks (laughs) for letting us get some nice cameras or whatever appreciate it (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: laughing
2: I, well, I said I work at a church, so I'm trying to make sure you guys know I'm smart.
1: Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And that's that's why we brought you on. You're funny, you, you're smart, you work at a church. Uh, we, <laughs> we're missing out on that third demographic. <laughs> Most of the comics we've we've had on uh, do not work at a church, and so we're filling that at Blank in right now. Yeah. Right.
2: I'm excited to bring in uh, the the boomer demographic yeah. <laughs> to this podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or, or even you might <laughs> be the only uh, comic we've had on that actually goes to church, which might uh, <laughs> be. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's a, that's a missing demographic. And that's kind of the, the reason that I wanted to reach or have you on the show uh, to oh, yeah, begin man. with. First of all, I mean, you are very funny. Uh, oh, you know, thanks, buddy. Right back
0: at you. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. For, for sure. You uh, knew the Cleveland Comedy Festival. Uh, I mean, you had a real tight seven. And uh, your stuff on uh, being Christian is. Very funny. Um, it's like it's late night set worthy.
2: Oh, thanks, man.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Delivery. I've, I've enjoyed. I've watched your your Wiley's video that we're about to, the clip that we're about to to show yeah. a few times. And uh, what we're gonna do? We're gonna do this one a little bit differently. Normally, we'll we'll play the whole clip and then talk about it as a whole. But I think yours, the way you uh, put together the bit and like there's clear, you know, there's clear like bits in the chunk. I guess I should say the chunk rather than the bit. Um, that, you know, and the way you you thread them together and, and bring it together to a close. Like, I'm, I'm going to oh, talk nice about, man. like, I'm going to geek out about it and then kind of uh, dive into your brain. Um,
2: awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll say the same thing. Johnny Cash says, you know, if I could write it any better, I would.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> too many comics start off, they write a joke, and they're like, well, that's the best this joke's going to get.
2: i've never felt that way about anything i've written
1: (laughs) no no i will i will forever edit and never stop and it's almost a flaw but but it's a good problem to have yeah absolutely man all right jeremy take us away on uh, the first part of this clip you better be ready better be ready and don't have it muted (laughs) now now (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about me uh, I'm a big fan of the Lord Anybody?
0: Alright,
2: cool One guy I'll see in heaven, that'll be cool <laughs> That's Sweet Everybody else, don't worry, there's still time Guys, I uh, I did grow up in a super churchy home This is true, my parents were in a small southern gospel group Known as the Heavenbound Singers Which I always thought was kind of a cocky name You know, like you guys don't get to make that call. <laughs> it was just a bunch of like old white people singing like country songs about Jesus. It's like if Cracker Barrel had a house band,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Until I was 12, I I'd never heard what you might call like secular music and how you guys know what secular means. It just means like, good.
0: <laughs> it's fun. You can't laugh at that!
2: I love no, that the solid. next- Thanks, man. I love that the next suggested video is uh, Bill Burr talking about white women. And, <laughs> and that's my next.
0: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. It's my next type five. Listen up, whiteys. <laughs> oh, man, I had to. Pre- that was really fun because I had to pretend to feel uncomfortable watching that. Like I haven't watched it a million times by myself, just alone in my room.
0: <laughs> wow. That's, that's my
3: first time watching it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so okay. embarrassing watching you crush. Uh, <laughs> I wish they didn't laugh for so long. <laughs> it's like they're laughing at me. Well, yeah.
0: It's like. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: I mean, you just. So that's the very first joke in. The, well, what do you. I, I forget because that's about 16 seconds in. So you you go up, you basically introduce yourself, and then you right, right in. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's a great way to to dive right. I watched another clip of you and uh, you mentioned, you know, you say, I am a big fan of the Lord, Uh, like all the other comics before me, which I assumed there were a bunch of them, like, ripping on religion. Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, man. That's a – so I've been using that little thing for such a long time because I have not figured out another way to, like, introduce that – I am a Christian person and it's like such an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Like that. I like, like, I have to like find some way to explain to people like I get there's baggage with that. I'm one of the good ones. (laughs)
0: You know? I was going to say,
3: you seem to have somewhat of a persecution complex, not in a bad way, just like, because mm. I, I totally understand why well, I am a
2: white man. So,
3: right, right. It's, <laughs> it makes sense on a, in a level, but I was like, you just said, I honestly, you're a good Christian. Like I can tell at least from, you know, what I see on social media and things like that. I'm like, Oh, I like this guy. You know, it's not like, like you said with the baggage and stuff. So you're, you're leaving right. a good example. So, Oh, thanks. So I have no problem with people like that. Like, that's great. That's, that's awesome. So.
2: Yeah. Maybe it's me just projecting my past, <laughs> with well, hey, the, you know. the church and everything onto everyone else. That's probably what it is.
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I mean that, that's, that's all that good comedy is, 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 you know, a hindsight perspective on things mm. that I've been through, on my own experiences, um, almost being able to step out of the scene, like, like you're an audience member to your own life and like educating yeah. that. Cause I mean, if you think of it, like if you were to watch Seinfeld, for example, I don't know what made me think of that, well, but video you know, the,
2: people will know. Yeah. What's up only fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's wearing a Seinfeld shirt for those of you who aren't part of our Patreon. Uh, so that gives you it's Patreon.com forward slash You Can't Laugh Pod. Uh, there anyway, it is. There it is. Yeah, I want to get you guys yellow. that
2: extra cheddar.
1: Uh, thank you for sure. Uh, which isn't the kind of cheese that's on Cincinnati chili. Hey, right. boom! It, it's poser cheddar. Anyway, Chernobyl. Um, so, yeah, so in Seinfeld, the characters in uh, in the show aren't aware that they're part of a comedy. So everything to them is serious, whereas the audience is laughing at how seriously they take themselves. Mm. And, so, and I think that's what, um, you know, you do that really well going into this bit, which, mm. you know, you have that outsider perspective, outsider and insider perspective of this thing uh, that is normally looked at in comedy from the totally opposite angle. Yeah. So you're like uplifting. Huh. But you're also like pointing out the, uh, the incongruities for this week. Oh,
2: um, huh, that's a really good insight. That is, wow. Thank you for breaking that down for me. I was just like, boy, I got to bring this up somehow. Because later I'm going to talk about how I'm a virgin. And that's going to confuse some folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> right? Again, video people will know. I'm like hot or whatever. So like I could, you know, I could if I wanted. But I gotta. You know. <laughs> Do you make that a
3: bit? Is that like a bit already? Kind of. I def, I talk
2: about it a lot. That would be really funny. That, that would.
3: Be,
1: that would be really funny. <laughs> I like, could cool. if I wanted? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, unlike all of you, Heathens, I have self-control.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm man. sure you touch on. I, I don't know if you touch on this in your material, but I'm sure you. You know that, like, you're like a comic comic. You're not like a, you're a Christian comic, but you're not like a Christian comic, you know? Ooh. Like, it, do you, like, That's, like, I You just yeah, gave don't, me
2: such, that, such joy hearing that. Yeah,
3: good, good. I'm hoping, yeah, Thank I don't you. want this to be like, because I feel like some people lean into it too much. Not in the sense that they talk about their faith or whatever, but it's rather just, they're too, they're too squeaky clean and it's, it's corny, and it's yeah. like, you manage to be witty and not, but not necessarily, you don't like give into like the hedonism of really edgy comedy either. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have, you're like, you know, you have like the, the talent, but you're not like, Oh, this guy's corny. You know what I mean? Oh, so like, thanks, you, man. You,
2: yeah, exactly. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I went into this thinking like, dude, I don't, I don't know. There, I grew up watching like thou shalt laugh or whatever. Like have you guys ever heard of that? No. <laughs> it's the,
0: you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> <still> laugh. <laughs> that is it's hilarious. the worst. It's I, the feel worst. Like,
1: I feel like if you did an open, mic, told a joke and nobody laughed. He would <laughs> <tell
3: them>. uh, <laughs> rule number one, do not command people to laugh.
2: <laughs> Don't force it. <laughs> That's so funny. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So it's like this DVD collection of all Christian comedians and it's all... It just felt to me. So it just, it just for people in the bubble, you know what I mean? Like we get all our own little inside jokes and like everybody here gets it. And if you don't get it, well, it's, uh, have fun in hell. Like that's, <laughs> that's seriously, that's what it feels like, man. So going into this, I always wanted to be a, you know, a comedian who is a Christian and not a Christian comedian. So you saying that made me feel real nice. Yeah, so and
3: it's you. it just proves to people that it's totally possible you can just be a good comedian and be a Christian all at the same time, and then wrap your faith into it, it any yeah. way you want, but not be like disingenuous or corny or whatever else you might. You know, I don't yeah. want to like completely trash. I used to trash Christian comics a lot when I was younger, but then I've like sure. got I've gotten some more wisdom, and I'm like, yeah, just let them be who they are. But at the same time, I can still kind of judge their like. uh their disingenuous nature yeah. not necessarily the whole thing of you know, because they're everybody's comes from a certain environment, and that's just what it is, you know. So it's like, right, you know,
2: I feel it.
1: Mm-hmm. A good comic uh, doesn't preach. Like a good comic doesn't tell you Ooh. what to think. A good comic like makes you think that without you realizing. Oh, like, dang. Because so, I could
2: preach. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and and I and I think what, what you do in the in this bit, just from an outsider's perspective, is that you know, you open up, um, you'd say, see you, like, I'll see you in heaven, and then to everyone else, there's still time. Like that's kind of a fun, just it communicates that this is gonna be fun. I'm not gonna preach to you. Um right. which ironically enough, it's more the atheist comics that do the preaching. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I, I find a lot more atheists will, will preach uh, versus you know people who are who you know are, are Christian. Well, I, I even just agree. politics, yeah, politics. Oh, oh, yeah. God, I'm uh, not here to listen to that.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. I've I talk a lot talk. about politics, but the thing is, I I just I don't preach about it. I just make sure what I say is brief and as funny as possible. It's not yeah. about trying to change people's minds.
2: Yeah. I feel that. I mean, man, I can't talk about politics because like one, like one of my lowest capabilities is like having an opinion. And two, like, I don't know, like I just want everyone to like me or whatever. <laughs> so like it's it's very genuinely hard to to talk about stuff like that. So yeah, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's it definitely can divide a room or you just omit it can keep you from working a whole area you know what I mean so it's like mm,
2: yeah and that's never the comedy I liked either honestly like I'm I was never like a Bill Hicks guy or whatever like I don't know like uh Mike Birbiglia John Mulaney um ironically enough I love Dave Chappelle but I mean that's not (laughs) I don't know I can't do that I love him but I can't do that (laughs)
0: right
1: yeah respect it
3: right as opinionated as I might get, I just make sure that what I say is funny and brief and I move on and I try not to be yeah. too, like, preachy with people. I'm always like, just here, look, this is a funny joke. Yes, it is opinionated on one end of the spectrum of w- what my opinion is on it, but I'm not here to like, I just want you to laugh. Like,
2: Yeah, on. yeah, so, love me.
1: Right.
3: that's
2: me that's again me projecting
1: <laughs> thou shalt love me <laughs> maybe i should laugh. talk about thou shalt laugh thou shalt laugh thou shalt love <laughs> me um, so and then you go on to uh, talking about your upbringing like your parents were were part of a christian uh, music group uh, yes called the heaven bound singers mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> Which, you know, your next line, you guys don't get to make that call. Like, I think that is, you're taking a criticism that a lot of people have of Christians just like deciding who gets to go to heaven when like you, a big, a big part of Christianity is only God can judge. And it's like, you're mm. you're not even listening to yourself guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you kind I of I would never
2: tell my parents that, but yes. Right.
1: <laughs> it's so easy to judge. I mean, even like not even on, on uh, a religious level, just you know, on a behavioral level, you look at people and you in, you see them do something or say something or behave a certain way, and your instant reaction is to judge them based off of our like own beliefs, which I think is a flawed way of thinking. It's very limiting. Yeah. So see, I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus
2: hung out with uh, with a bunch of prostitutes. Yeah. And tax collectors. Yeah. I mean. It, I mean <laughs> Not I didn't playing. expect you to say that. I <laughs> tax know, right? Collectors. And tax collectors, <laughs> listen here: the IRS, <laughs> bunch.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: No. No. Give to Caesar what Caesar's Tax is Cool. Uh, I'm not trying to get canceled by the government.
1: So going back to, uh, to yes. you know your your upbringing. Yeah, uh, yeah. How did like how did you funnel that into comedy? Like how did how did you go from being the child of, of Christian musicians, musicians to a comedian.
2: Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I always loved comedy like there, and there's a, there's a picture of me in the back of our little, uh, our traveling bus when I'm like seven years old and I have a bowl cut and I'm reading like the Sunday funnies, <laughs> you know? And there were times where like we would come back from, um, do you guys know revival? Does that mean anything to you? That word? it's something that clear water
1: is it like a- <laughs> yes it's
2: like, it like that but worse music uh <laughs> you do church every day of the week and you are not revived at the end it's the worst um so we would be in church sometimes literally every night of the week um so we would come back on saturday nights and um i couldn't watch like a lot of stuff growing up like i couldn't watch like the simpsons or like peewee's playhouse i think that was more of like a him jacking it thing than a than a content right. issue but um every night when we got back we would get uh, home on saturday nights and we'd watch snl which was crazy like right Wait, like you, was, <laughs> you weren't allowed yeah. to
1: watch peewee and that's <laughs> funny
2: it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense but we would always watch snl maybe we we're just too tired to turn it or whatever it was the only interesting thing on i don't know um but i loved it um we would always watch um like the late night shows, like we were we were a Lino household, and I only learned later that he was like, "Not good." <laughs> I was like this is this is the height of comedy." <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, everybody should have big chins,
3: yeah um, <laughs> that's where all the comedy's stored) <laughs>
2: In Jay's garage, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hangar.
0: Yeah.
1: It's definitely not on TV, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. Know, my, my parents, the same thing, Leno household, like my my mom uh, now should be like, I just wish the late night hosts were as funny as Jay Leno was. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right, but you know. <laughs>
2: he's He's that's a that was a good impression (laughs) yeah that's that's how you evaluate his comedy
3: by doing an impression of him
2: that's how you evaluate it how do you think what do you think of jay (laughs) (laughs) and kevin eubanks is in the corner like all right (laughs) right. (laughs) um so i always loved comedy um i thought like i don't know up until for real like college like i thought you had to like go to some like magic, like Harry Potter university to do it. Like I didn't like New York or LA, I thought you just had to do that. So um, I got to college and um, there was a, a mentor guy that I hung out with, he was a little bit older and he told me about how he did improv. And I was like, wait, you can just like do that? He's was like, yeah. So I just Googled um, Cincinnati open mic and I found the one at Go Bananas, and did that March eleventh, twenty fifteen, and uh, I've been hooked on the sweet sweet drug of people's approval ever since.
1: <laughs> uh, that's that's called uh, serotonin, and oh, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it fan. is a sweet sweet drug. I'm mm-hmm. addicted to it.
3: It's nature's uh, drug because it it's it's like the fruit versus candy thing where you you know you're just mm. in your brain already it's not like you're getting it off some guy on the street you know right. yeah. unless you're stealing jokes from him
1: or something <laughs> and even jokes. then like if you if you can steal jokes you're not like you almost feel god i did when i first started i did one joke that was somebody else's joke and i felt like a piece of shit afterwards <sighs> it was like Oh, I'm never going to do that again. Cause it got laughs on uh, It just made me feel like less of a person. So there's no serotonin there. That's, that's cortisol. That's stress. That's not <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, like you were saying, Steve, it's nature's candy. It's um, instead of like, <laughs> instead of going, I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> I heard it differently. Let <laughs> <laughs> me it's get, on some it was some to get some of this nature's candy.
3: <laughs> I didn't say something that dumb. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Erase that Jeremy
1: me yeah Uh, but um no it's it's the difference of uh, chasing after a high and creating it yourself like so I did uh, I did like I did I enjoyed some cocaine for a little bit of my life because I was like chasing a certain high but then I got on stage and as corny as this sounds like I found it and I was like oh that's it and that's when I like that's when I stopped doing cocaine
0: so that's like
2: Sorry, yeah. I just thought it was funny that you said enjoyed. Like, yeah, I like to sit back, relax in a bubble bath. <laughs> <Sit> back,
1: <laughs> relax in a bathroom stall for, <laughs> you know, comfort. Comfort.
2: It's, it's joking. <laughs> oh, boy. You crossed the line. I think there's something about being in a church for hours and hours and hours that, like, you see what a good show is like like you see what it makes a performance work and not work and you see what makes like energy in a room work and not work and i think there's something to that like the like the empathy of just like how things are supposed to run and how like being in a room and you're like oh it was weird when he you know (laughs) he just led with the hell thing you're not going to like build up to it like like i don't know i think there's something to that this is something i think about a lot like if god made everything Like that means he made art, he made comedy, he made um, stuff for us to appreciate. But so much of like the stuff I was seeing, like Christian comedy was just not good, you know? It just wasn't fun. So I don't know, I feel like if God made everything, like why wouldn't we want to make stuff that is also good? That is like honoring. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's probably too, a little too deep, but that's where we're at maybe. No, it's good, that's why we're here. That's actually the crux
3: of
1: this whole thing, probably, yeah. is mm. you saying that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, it, it's meant to be like, we're kind of the instrument of, you know, going by yeah. what you're saying. Um, so, why not make it the best we can?
2: Exactly. You know, exactly.
1: It'd be like saying, well, God didn't invent medicine, so we're not, you know, we shouldn't use medicine and we should let Him heal us. Like, yeah, yeah, here's
2: some tree bark. No. Yeah. So what you should hear from this is vaccinate your children.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) clarify. That's cool with it, I promise. Too soon. Let's rock out the next part of the bit. So part two.
2: I would say I'm Christian, but I'm kind of a bad boy. You know, like, I'll drink a beer. You know? Just like one. I still wanna be
0: able to like pray for Hadley
2: whatever. Uh, Yeah. Just one, guys. I'm not trying to raise hell, I'm just trying to lower heaven. It's, cra- it's crazy. My parents aren't about this at all. David Linda won't even order like a margarita pizza. Like, they're not. <laughs> Which is crazy because that was literally Jesus' first miracle. John 2, if you want to pull out. Your Bible's John 2. They ran out of wine at this wedding and they came to Jesus. That was the first time anyone was ever like, Jesus, take the wheel. And he was like, okay. I went on a beer run. You
0: know? <laughs>
2: when we be the first time like a dry wedding too? One of my buddies told me that. He was like, yeah man, I think I'm gonna have a dry wedding. I wanted to tell him, hey man, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Probably not making people do the cupid shelter sober,
0: I think. <laughs> uh, fun
2: fact, some people don't know this, but in modern translations, Jesus actually took that water and he turned it into white yeah. So. <laughs> I got doing doing that joke one time, and someone from off stage shouted, Yeah, I heard Jesus got hammered! And I had to tell him, no, that happened later in the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's cool, guys. He came back at the end. I don't know if you are
0: right.
2: <laughs> Oh, man.
3: Yeah, that's solid. Holy shit.
2: Thanks, buddy. I feel like I've heard so many jokes about the Jesus turned water into wine thing. But, yeah, but that's you good. Know, we're out here. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, if you have a, a
3: premise and it's like, that might seem hack, but when you take it in your own unique direction, it's not hack anymore. So that's my opinion on oh, that. Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. You do the it hammered do. thing. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't true. heard that one. I mean, people will do the nail jokes But it's like, that was a tasteful one and it was like unique and no one did the hammered. I've never
2: heard that. so Oh, heck yeah. Thanks, dude. Uh, (laughs) That is a real thing. Someone did shout that at me and that was just like a in the moment riff I had. And I'm like, well, I'm keeping that forever. really. It was an otherwise like just okay set. And then that like crushed and then nothing lived up to it the rest of the time. (laughs) So I was like, well, I guess this goes in the act now. Yeah, and lowering heaven, never heard that. That's really funny. That's so That's really good. I have a friend that I love and respect, and he loves and respects me very much. Comedian, and every time he hears that, he just flicks me off from the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where it might see if you don't
3: sell it well enough, it might seem like. Mm, but it's like it's a good joke because you just have to like have the the right. Like I do a lot of jokes like that where. They, people will either groan or give you an applause break. So it's like, you got to <laughs> sell it the right way. So you don't right. get that groan, you know? so
2: <laughs> Groan or applause break. That's where I live, baby.
1: Yeah. yeah. No I love in between. that. That's well, it's, in
2: between.
1: it's a great transition into the bit. First of all, like I am a bad boy. I have a <laughs> beer like one beer. Um, so, I mean, that's like, that's, that's funny in itself. And then you punch down Catholics, which is great. Oh, you
2: know, it's, I don't have anything against Catholics. I mean, they're wrong or whatever. But other than that, like, I don't <laughs> I gr- No, I grew up like <laughs> I grew up like normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like vanilla Christian. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I grew up in it. It feels like I don't know. We were like white Baptists, if that yeah. makes any sense so you're not a spooky christian <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know yeah. how to describe that but no that's that's a thing like people like yeah that i don't know play with snakes and like uh speak in tongues or something oh
3: know. right yeah there's that yeah pentecostal my grandpa's pentecostal so
0: okay yeah, yeah. Great, people.
2: <laughs> great great uh great potlucks been to so many pentecostal potlucks they know what they're doing You know, say what you will about the Christian people. They know how to they know how to bring a covered dish. You know?
1: (laughs) 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 Needs that needs to be thou shalt bring
2: only everything's a (laughs) command. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a command from the guy that's just the (laughs) just the mousiest, like what can I do to make you like me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is mother's casserole. I mean, it's not like punching down on Catholics, but it's a very real stereotype that uh, Catholics drink, and uh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I grew up Catholic, and I uh, went to Catholic schools all the way through, and everyone uh, is still an alcoholic. So, <laughs> you gotta overcome that. Yeah. You gotta overcome that whole thing. I, t- I mean, I remember like religion classes, like you know, if you're not Catholic then chances are you're going to have a harder time getting into heaven. And it's like, well, what if you're just a good person? No,
0: oh, <laughs> you have
1: man. to do what we say, you know? And it's like, oh. that's, that was my moment where I was like, should I believe everything they tell me? Because yeah. I know a lot of good people and I'd be pissed if I didn't see them in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's all go get drunk about it. <laughs> Um, I
2: mean, they got a point, but what, yeah, continue.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> so, I mean, but, but it got a good reaction. So, I mean, obviously like, when did that joke come into play and how?
2: Yeah. Um, I, so, okay. I, uh, my parents are very not like that. Is a true thing. Like, um, they really do not like alcohol. Um, I've, as the years have gone on, and I think partly because of this joke, they're like more cool with it. Like, we, I, I remember we went on vacation to uh, Vegas a year ago, which like that's a whole other thing, by the way. Hanging out with Christian people in Vegas—it's <laughs> just in like, Sin City. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what we thought we were going to, we thought we were going to convert them. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to make this the sun city. You know what I mean? <laughs> the belly of the beast. <laughs> exactly. We were going to do some Nineveh uh, stuff up in there. Just <laughs> Turn. Yeah, no, we don't, we're not like that. But um, there was one restaurant we went to where um, there was like a uh, house wine that they just served with your meal. It just came with the meal. And, I remember when uh, my parents were like, I guess we could try that. Me and my sister looked at each other like, what? What just happened? (laughs) Even Linda, our parents? We're not even Catholic. (laughs) I know. It's insane. Um, So I don't know. I think I just, uh, growing up and kind of coming away from the faith and coming back to it and kind of making it my own. um, I don't think there is anything in the Bible against drinking alcohol. I do think there is stuff in there about like being like a drunk idiot. Um, so, and you know, obviously sometimes you got to find your limits <laughs> to figure out what that is. Um, but I think there is a healthy way to, to do it. Um, so the, the bit kind of came out of like the frustration of um, not even really with my parents, but more with like, just like the very, christian people around me and i i realized i'm i'm just kind of using my parents as like a um almost like a like a straw man you know what i mean like uh, for just like the the bastion of um things that are annoying about christian culture you know what i mean so sometimes i'm just like well, my mom but really it's just like other annoying christians you All know right. so when i wrote that bit i remember i was like sitting in um a coffee shop where lots of Christian people hang out. And I was like sitting around like, I bet these people aren't cool. I bet they don't, I bet they don't drink beers. (laughs) So just me, uh, weirdly me being judgmental is, uh, (laughs) is where that bit came from. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
1: I remember uh, the first time I went to a Christian church as a kid they did the the Eucharist, they did the bread, but they didn't mm. do the wine. And that confused me mm. so much. And now it really should be the other way around because like the legal drinking age is 21 unless you're at a Catholic church, then it's eight. And is that right? Yeah, that brings things together <laughs> for me. What? I mean, you yeah, you can like, at your first communion, you can go and like drink the wine. Dang, all right. Which, Maybe. I mean, it's obviously a lower alcohol percentage Uh, But still, you know, technically they're breaking the law. You're giving alcohol to minors. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, like a statute or something. Yeah. But that's wild.
2: Okay. We grew up Baptist. So our our pastor would never drink and like would talk about not doing it. But he also had um, in the back of his jeans, like a ring from a can of skull. So (laughs) I feel like there's something kind of yeah. off there, right? <laughs> yeah, he was a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I think I think there's a, you know, I won't just have one, but like it's it's fun to joke about. Right. You know, I think, so there's a reason I put that up top because I think like all that stuff is um, just making fun of myself. And I feel like it is such a, you know, huge part of my life. Like it's going to come up in other jokes that I have. So I want to like introduce the idea that like, yes, I'm a Christian and to like, we're going to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to be like, and listen, the the gays or whatever. (laughs) Like, like, I'm not, (laughs) not what I'm trying to do. Um, So there's a reason that usually goes up front. So I want to be able to start another way, but that's, you know we're we're grinding we're out here trying to do stuff
1: well and that's an awareness as a comic too because when you say you know you're christian that that plants a, a, an expectation in the audience right the that expectation just like the you know i'm a bad boy like <laughs> there are so many different ways to subvert that uh, that expectation
2: so hopefully i can find some more
1: yeah right um the uh the margarita pizza line is great <laughs> Just that that little pause with yeah. margarita and pizza. It's it, again, it's like kind of a dumb joke, but it's a good joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, a super I like dumb joke.
2: <laughs> it is really dumb. And that came from like literally every time we like there's always that like dumb thing when we're ordering pizza, like, wouldn't it be funny if we ordered a margarita pizza? <laughs> like that's a real we always do that. Oh man. That's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so is that like a Mexican pizza or is that like, <laughs> I hope it doesn't have olives on it <laughs> but
1: uh but yeah that's funny I, I like that salt on the crust
0: but the thing
3: when people say dumb joke obviously there's like dumb jokes but then there's like you know we like people love sure. laughing at the the you, like it's that's what's so funny about it is it's dumb it doesn't mean it's bad right. you know like there's dumb jokes and then there's dumb jokes like you know oh, what yeah. I mean? So it's like, dude, sh- dumb jokes are my favorite thing. They're half my Play- act. <laughs> playing yeah. dumb is so much funnier to me than sometimes than like, you know, or like it makes me laugh more than like, like intellectual jokes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just so much silliness is, is at least as funny as any clever comedy. They're both great in their own ways, but I love silly comedy. Like, yeah, it's
2: great. That's like, uh, Nate Bargatze is a monster. And like half of his stuff was just like, yeah, so I uh, didn't get it <laughs> like that. Like that half of his stuff is just like, yeah, so I don't know how to add or whatever. Like, that's a I'm not an impressionist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get what you mean. Yeah. But like that's yeah. So
2: I'm I'm with that.
1: Yeah. His bit on global warming is is like that it's filled with just like I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's just filled I with think a, I am. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. It, it's just like filled with little dumb jokes in there. And then he hit the way he rebounds from it. Like, he'll say the line and just be like, I don't. And then like <laughs> pause for a second and then continue his like thought. I don't right. know. Right. A That's lot true. of his comedy, like, he just admits that he's dumb. And then a lot of his jokes come from that. Right. And so it's acceptable to tell the dumb jokes <laughs> the audience. Like, you've planted that seed and you're expecting them. And you'd be almost disappointed if he didn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: As a comic, I have to make sure that I don't mix like jokes where it comes from an intellectual place versus the jokes that I have that are like, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm an idiot because obviously there's an inconsistency there. So you either keep them completely separated or somehow, I don't know, you can't really, it's hard to to put them in the same set. Yeah,
2: I can see that. Unless you're literally like... I know I sound really smart in that in that one, but listen to this. You're right, right. <laughs> you ever put you shampoo to... on a toothbrush or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so the uh, the dry wedding, uh, the the first miracle, the the Jesus turning water into wine, it has been done, right? But, but like Gross. Steve was saying, you know, you do it in a really authentic way, um, and you can use WW like what would Jesus do? As I mean, a punchline for literally anything that anyone's doing at some point. Um, and that, you it's know, true. that, yeah, that communicates that you're down to have a good time. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's a very likable joke. Like it, it continues to the narrative that I'm a, I'm a, I'm one of the, I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And then the last thing we already kind of talked about the, uh, the, he got hammered that, that comes up later in the story. And um, that, that's one of those like unexpected twists in in your bit because you're you know you're even though you're not taking yourself so seriously that's kind of like they don't expect that line yeah and it it got a i mean obviously a big laugh and then when did the tag come into play don't worry guys he came back
2: (laughs) just because the reaction no matter what is always like haha but oh (laughs) like that's the whole thing. Why would, why are you getting, don't get, so just like feeling that tension. I think I did it maybe one time without that. And then just feeling that like, Ooh, thing in the room, like, did you, did you read the rest? He's, he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> He, you know, he's living forever and you can too for a low, low price. <laughs> <laughs> <$12.99 a month. laughs> that's kind of funny actually
1: <laughs> who's the guy that sells holy water like packets of holy water on late night fox news are you are, do you, are either of you guys familiar no like he sends in holy water from like lords france or whatever like in ketchup packets what that's <laughs> yeah. so weird um but i feel like you know it's one of those you, you get this free holy water but you got to donate to my my televangelist Blah. like yeah
2: video uh, video or non-video people i rolled my eyes really yeah. hard, is what just happened
1: that was that noise that was actually his eyes rolling
2: it <laughs> happens every time i that's actually a, i can't keep it inside when i have to roll my eyes mm. yeah
1: yeah, so. yeah. No, those are the those are the bad ones if
2: mm-hmm. we're, uh, it if makes we're, it really hard to talk on the phone with my mom <laughs> <laughs> she's like Zach you staying out of trouble I'm like Bleh. yeah mom <laughs> just one keeping it at one that's all that matters
1: <laughs> that's a that's an interesting uh, line to take too. The um, the the televangelist like angle the televangelist angle like you can get yeah. one of the good ones by punching down on those guys
2: Honestly. Yeah. Cause those, yeah, no thanks.
1: It's punching up. It's punching <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it right. Is. Yeah. For I'm sure. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not going to pass around a collection plate or anything. Like I'm not one of those.
2: I did used to have a joke about that. I did. Yeah. Um, shoot. It was like, yeah, I'm a Christian comic. So I'll be passing around a collection plate halfway through my set. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, that was the exact laugh it got. It was like, huh. Oh, that's good. though. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, I I sure. uh, yeah, I got rid of it. But
1: I think it's, it's pretty, pretty circle back. funny that that was the whole reason like those sects of Christianity broke away from Catholicism was because they were charging people for forgiveness. Yeah. And now like now you give us money and you'll be saved. you'll be part of the community. It's like that's the thing that you guys started. Like you do you not remember the theses like it's no? so dumb. Yeah. yeah,
2: there was a dude that nailed this to a door. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What you gonna do? Bunch of hypocrites, all of them. Cancel yeah. me, Christians, I dare you.
1: <laughs> Forgot about Martin Luther and Martin Luther King. Um, dang, for real, though. So let's move on to the next bit. Take it away.
2: So now this is true, I'm actually a probation officer. Yikes, okay, one person, grown I'll see you on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> that's fine. That is true. I'm a Christian and a probation officer, so I guess I just love telling people how to live their life! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, how can I make judging a profession? And I went and did it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, oh yeah, you guys do so. That's, yeah. <laughs> No one ever believes I'm a probation officer because I have a very like childlike quality about me. It just looks like someone would ask me, like, Zach, what's your favorite part of going to court? I'd be like, I don't know,
0: recess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we were talking about dumb jokes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but they love them, so no argument there. Right. <laughs> <Just> boom.
1: <laughs> Delivery is everything, though. I don't know,
0: recess.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost, you know, if you if you deliver a dumb joke. In a silly way, it makes it funnier. Like if you were to do that, how you've been doing the rest of your set, I don't. I feel like it wouldn't have landed the same way. It would have gotten laughs because it's funny. But
2: I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I. I don't know. It feels like Mulaney. Like I just straight up stole that from him. But you know, that's. Uh, they say steal like an artist. Yeah and it's
1: not it's not one of his jokes it's just a little like
2: just his like that's who i was channeling though when i did it the first time i was like how would i don't know just because i love him Uh, we all do that because comedy is not in a vacuum
3: you know and it's like yeah um i've done that so many times i still do and it's like but it's never it's always just like it's it's weird you can't trademark body language or a way you deliver something it's not like a it's not like you've stolen intellectual property. You, it's a way to deliver a joke. And there's only so many ways you can do it. Not to be, make it not like a rigid thing, but like it's,
1: yeah.
2: Well, thank you for um, clearing me of guilt from that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I appreciate it. This is, <laughs> this is compassion. And, uh, the- <laughs> I feel like that, uh, the, the probation officer thing, like it's, you know, I found a way to make judging a profession. That's, very funny because it goes, Thank it goes back to the opening bit about the heaven bound singers. Like it's kind of that thread is connected at the end. Cause that's your last religion based joke in the set. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love callbacks. I almost love subtle callbacks more. And I don't know if you intended to do that or if like now I'm the first, you know, but I mean, you open, yeah, I mean just like the only God can judge like <laughs> that you, take that criticism of Christianity and then you bring it back at the end. And it's great.
2: Thanks man. Yeah. I mean, definitely like there's a reason like it's in that order. Like that's my like go to whatever. Like if you asked me to do like a five, like right now I would be like, huh, ah, okay. Like I would do that. But, um, the reason it is that is because like, it is like a weird thing to bring up. So I try to push it towards the end when people like are comfortable with me. And also like, like, because I can do that callback, like, so I can set up that I'm the character of like fun, goofy Christian guy. Right. And then like, yeah. So like you said, like a subtle callback is yeah. exactly it. Yeah.
1: And you do establish that character too. Like, I don't take myself so seriously. Like the, yeah. I mean, kind of through all of your bits through, uh, I mean, you have a bit that we skipped about, um, you, you know, your your mom. And, uh, <laughs> like the, I do talk about her so much. Yeah. Love her a lot. Linda, if
2: you're listening, big fan.
3: <laughs> you love her that much if you call her Linda? Hmm?
2: <laughs> I just think it's always hilarious to call my parents
1: by their names. <laughs> right, I do it. I do it too. <laughs> Me too. I Oh man, I worked at a restaurant when I was in college and there was this like little spoiled entitled. She was like eight years old and she called her parents by their first name and like ordered for the table. It was one of the most baffling
2: uh. <laughs> A round of chicken fingers for everybody. (laughs) Bill's going to have the Caesar. (laughs) (laughs) I would call my mom by her middle name if I knew it. Mm. Wow. (laughs) You can't laugh at that. Something I'm trying to figure out now is like, so I'm no longer working there. Um, So I'm trying to figure out like how to talk about that, especially because like, I didn't leave on bad terms. Like, it, like I still really loved that job and thought it was valuable. And I thought like, you know, my whole goal doing it is I wanted to keep people out of the justice system because mm-hmm. it is messed up, you know? And it's like impossible to see that it's not messed up. And I'm very well-versed in it, having a master's in criminal justice and being in it for years and years. So that was my whole reason doing it. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to say all of that funny
1: exactly being you know you a christian and and getting on stage and, and doing that material you know the inverse is often true when it comes to comedians where you know people are just bashing on religion bashing on religion sure. um, did that ever like does it did that ever put a bad taste in your mouth
2: no just because like i don't know i feel like i get it <laughs> like all of the um criticisms people have about it like yeah like a lot of that is f- founded, like it's founded on a real thing. And I get it. And that's like something that I had to do when I came to college was like, I had to kind of come to grips with like, man, a lot of this stuff is and there's a lot of like weird um, history where people are Christian people do messed up stuff. Um, So I I did have to come to terms with that. So like any other time when, when people um, have issues, I'm like, yeah, I get it. That's, it's weird if you don't have issues with it. Um, so, so no, I, I never feel that way. Um, I, uh, I, just, I don't know. I think it's just like that empathy thing of like, I get it. I have questions too, but I just, we just ended up on different sides of the fence.
3: You're, yeah, There's you're, a duality to it for sure. You know, right. it's like, I think you're doing the right thing for sure. Uh, cause you, you got the right middle ground of like, you're staying true to your faith, but you're also just acknowledging all that you're being honest and um, uh, like, like outspoken about it, but also just, you
1: know, you're living your life the way you want to.
2: Yeah. Thanks, man.
1: Appreciate that, buddy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, like you said, you know, it's, you have to be, you have to have empathy, you know, you have to see where other people are coming from and going back to the, the Seinfeld analogy, like you've become (laughs) the,
2: Like, Famously
0: empathetic,
1: Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kramer, 100%, listened to everything everyone said and did, yeah. But, um, you know, just being that audience member, just seeing the, the comedy for the comedy and, like, you know, the characters yeah. in the show don't realize that, that what they're doing is funny. And it's, you know, <laughs> you find a lot of that. Um, people get married to whatever religious belief, whether it's a, whether it's a faith or a political ideology or um, sorry, you know, I
2: rolled my eyes again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you, you don't have to narrate it anymore. We're already familiar. <laughs> we've already established the sound effect. <laughs> but uh, yeah. The whole like I have this belief and it's never wrong is the most.
2: You're like, for wow. sure wrong then. Yeah. If if you if you think you're never wrong, you're for sure wrong. I don't care what. Yeah. Like if you like, I tweeted this a couple of days ago. Like if you. Make a comment, a Facebook comment, in all caps, you're incorrect. No matter what the issue is,
1: you're wrong. You're a part of the problem. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. That's how most of those comments end. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly.
2: And as a white man, I know about being part of the problem. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just woke up as part of the problem. Um, but I mean, it's that, that. I mean, we're
2: all trying to be woke, but yes. Sorry.
1: Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like being wrong because that means I've learned something, you know, Mm. I'm never going to stop learning. And there's this idea that it's just like, nope, this is the, this is the belief. This is the way it is. And I think that's where a lot of religions met their um, first opposition. It's like, nothing is final. I mean, we discovered the the fact that the earth isn't the center of the universe and people died for that.
2: Yeah. That's so dumb. So dumb. dumb. (laughs) Uh, yeah, man. Like, I think, like, I don't know the, the quote exactly, but like the sign of intelligence is like being able to like hold and consider a belief that you don't have. And oh boy. Yeah. That's something like that. But, but like, basically like that is what being intelligent is, is like being able to like consider something that even though you don't believe it, like you could see why someone would think that.
3: You have to have a level of understanding about the way other people think, because, People live in different circumstances. I know this is like, this is, I could unpack that and I don't want to, honestly, (laughs) it's just so much talking and then it just turns into,
1: you know, but
2: yeah. Who are we? Joe Rogan?
1: I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I haven't smoked weed yet. So it's not.
2: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you for not, because I don't know if you listen, but I know some people. So...
1: (laughs) I've listened to a few episodes. If, if he has like an interesting guest on, like I was really interested in the Andrew Yang episode, and that's what really like turned me on. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him, but he seems cool.
0: Yeah, he's
1: got yeah. a podcast, um, he's got a podcast episode with Mark Cuban, which is really uh, a really insightful perspective on huh. like a podcast episode with Mark Cuban, um, where they talk about like the current situation and what both of them would have done if they were in charge. And it's like, wow, why? why couldn't you have run in 2016 Mark Cuban? Yeah.
3: Yeah. If we're going to take a billionaire, we might as well take a competent one. Right. (laughs) I like Mark Cuban, at least on the face value. I mean, obviously I watch him through the media, but he, uh, he seems like an intelligent guy and he seems like he wants what's best for people. I mean, it might seem a little contradictory that he's a billionaire in some senses based on people's opinions of billionaires, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, way better than Trump for sure. Yeah. But the, the big you know.
1: difference. This is t- taking a turn. I just want to say this, and then we'll move on to the next clip. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's one that invests in small business, whereas yeah. uh, the current president um, puts them out of business. Right, <laughs> his yeah. whole career. That's yeah. the
2: uh, the difference between The Apprentice and Shark Tank.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He fires one, fires people, and the other one, uh, the other one invests in them. Yeah. Like that's you know god yeah wow that's good <laughs> who do you yeah who would you rather have running your company or your country and that also uh, has some religious undertones too i mean you know there's one guy claiming to be uh, for the, the the christian
2: uh <laughs> sorry that that one was unintentional i'm sorry you know, if, your eye,
3: if you roll your eyes and it sounds like that you have pink eye <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway sorry i
3: didn't
1: mean to yeah so it was an ice <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just Where think we? it's so ironic just <laughs> why are we why are we uh, embracing this dude that has exemplified the opposite teaching but says you know i mean says one thing does another and then you've got other people that are doing the thing that are being uh, bastardized
2: the two-party system is evil is that's mm-hmm. how i feel but mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: there's. I mean, there's no such thing as, as good or evil. Everything exists in a, in gray. So like to, to give it that, that dichotomy is just so limiting. So Anyways, yeah. that goes back to judgment based thinking too. Like, Oh, this is either right or wrong or good or bad. It's neither of those things. It's, you know, it's part of a bigger picture. It's a continuum. Yeah.
2: It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, there, I mean, People say, like, a lot of stuff in the Bible conflicts, um, which, again, I see. But, like, the even the thing with, like, alcohol, like, there is a tension to it of, like, yeah, like, you know, don't be a drunken idiot. But, like, you can have alcohol and not – like, there. nuance is, is so much a part of um, – like, the more I learn about just Christianity, the more I learn there's – everything has a balance. Like, between, like – okay, so like, can I just sin and do whatever I want because God loves me? Or do I have to follow all the rules and make sure I, you know, cross um, all my T's and dot my I's? It's like both, but also neither. You know what I mean? Like the more and more I learn about it, it's like, it's just, it's, it's both the things like you have to hold both of them and the tension of like you figuring it out. Like that's the juice, like that's life. Like that's where you, yeah. that's where. I, I feel
3: like a, yeah. Christianity in a lot of ways is about being measured too, because Alcohol is a slippery slope and that's why it's you know you warn against alcoholism but right. alcohol itself isn't so bad as so much as your decisions that you make with it are yeah. you know so
2: yeah 10 million percent look at us a couple of white guys figured it out
1: yeah <laughs> breaking news we did it again <laughs> we're just so good at this <laughs> speaking of white guys and being woke uh, let's move on to the next clip Oh, uh, which man. is from uh go bananas
2: <laughs> yes
1: and uh will. i think you based off of that you get the context of what we're about to, mm-hmm. to talk about so hit that play button
2: i have a lot of christian friends um my uh my best friend is black hold your applause uh it's real cool yeah i would like won't have to go to sleep tonight because i'm like so woke but um so my best friend he was trying to tell me that he thinks that jesus is black Which, like, I don't know if that's true, but it kind of makes sense, because I've been waiting on him for a while. (laughs) Like, it's been like 2,000 years, man. Like, come on, you know? That, and he died for something he didn't do. Like, what's more black... (laughs) You guys remember when i said i was woke (laughs) (laughs) i I love that joke it's so stressful (laughs) it's so stressful to tell (laughs) (laughs) i can see that oh man because it either like it either like murders or it's like oh boy (laughs) the one save that i've come up with it is literally just being like Oh boy. It's fun when people laugh at that. Cause when they do not, it is weird. And <laughs> like that, that has smoothed the tension more times than not. But yeah, that is uh even just now my, Ooh, we were talking about cortisol. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, I told that joke one time in an all black church and my, uh, my best friend who um, came up with me, he, he drove like an hour to see me tell that joke in front of an all black church. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. And
2: oh, it just people like literally fell out of their seats. It was the best moment of my life.
3: <laughs> That's great. That's great.
0: <laughs> you know, you could almost line. yeah. One
3: Yikes. thing you could do. I mean, you don't have to do this, obviously, but in terms of you know how you're like, uh, I don't know if this is going to work. You almost if you have any other jokes that could go before it that are like testing the waters a little bit easier, mm. but kind of tell you what what their reaction might be to the to what follows up with that. Uh, right. That that could that could work out, but you know, do whatever you whatever you feel is right. Obviously,
2: yeah, I have to figure that out what those are. Like the, usually people will laugh at the um, what is it? I don't have to wake up because I'm woke or whatever. But I have not done that joke in a while. I mean, especially because of well, partly because of pandemic, but also it is too true right now. You know, it feels very real. So. Um, yeah. especially like the last tag in it. Um, like I wrote that in 2018. So, I mean, things had were a little bit different then. it wasn't like as much in your face and people were probably marginally aware of the issue, but not as much. Yeah. I haven't done that one in a while. Um, I don't know if I'll bring it back. I might, um, just when, maybe when things aren't so tense, it's weird because it is like, obviously like that is uh, as someone who's, um, Familiar with the criminal justice system, like yeah, like, be, like black people killed by police is insane. Like how, um, just the disparity between races is mm-hmm. um, is bonkers. So I want to be like pushing that ball forward of like how can we like help change things, but also when's the time to make a goofy joke about it? I don't know.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those jokes that can can give perspective to somebody who. Uh, either isn't aware of the problem or is on mm. the other side of the problem. Cause now you're give, like, Jesus was killed by the police. Yeah. Technically. So uh, right. for something he didn't do. So, I mean, it's, you're ma- that's one of those you're making a point without saying those exact words to like right uh, being explicit about it. You're it's a very implied bit. And I mean, that, that, I mean, that laugh break, I mean, that was, you had to take a minute and wait for the room to calm down. I mean, that's a, it's a really good joke. Um,
2: Thanks, man. It's, it's very fun when it goes great. I've told it when it doesn't, Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's one of those, like it's, it is very stressful to tell.
1: Yeah. I almost like when my, my jokes that are edgy like that um, don't work because hmm. it almost like confirms my bias about people. Like the reason I'm telling this joke is that, you know, like I'm trying to make a point. You're the people right. I'm trying to connect it to.
2: Right, the you're the people time. that need to hear this.
1: Yeah, yeah. at the same time, it's, it's, it's a personal message to myself. Like I need to make this joke a little bit tighter or find a way to connect it to that. Mm. So, so I'm, yeah. know, like we were talking about earlier, like constantly working on material to- Right you know, make sure yeah. it connects with audiences. Cause that's, I mean, that's the number one goal as a, as a comedian is you have to connect with the audience.
2: Right. Yeah. You 10 know? million percent. Yeah. And that is what some people have told me about like the first line, like the uh, Jesus being late or whatever. Like I've been waiting on him for a while. I've been in all white rooms where they do not like that. <laughs> Cause they're yeah. like, are we allowed, are we allowed to laugh? But like I said, in the black church, it murdered. There's that weird balance of like, I don't know. Sometimes like people don't know if they're allowed to laugh at it too. So like, I have to like look around if there's like a good mix of
0: of people, right.
2: honestly, to see if I even tell that joke. It's I, I do
3: jokes. I do jokes like that as well, where it's, uh, it's about black people, but it's, it's in a good light or at least in, in my circumstance, it's some, I tell a joke and black people love it because they're like, yeah, I'm just being honest. And they, and white people are like, I'm I am I not allowed to like to right. laugh at that? Am I allowed to laugh at that? I don't know. And it's like, just trust me on this. Like you're being a little too sensitive. Um, cause after all my point is though, is like you were saying, it's, it's uh you're, it's a joke. It's not meant to be literal. It's like, you're playing on a stereotype, but you're literally making a joke about the stereotype. You're not saying, Hey, this is true. Yeah. And it's almost like you have to make, establish that sarcasm or that the fact that you're satirizing it because sometimes you go in and out of being just like honest and real with people and then you go into right. something that is meant to be satire and that's where the inconsistency can be mm-hmm. uh, misconstrued so yeah, it's yeah. it's weird
1: you know
2: yeah man white people be fragile
0: you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i'm
1: going to go ahead and be offended on your behalf like
0: that's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's selfish in itself you know that's like yeah for you're sure. doing it again, white people. You're taking hers <laughs> and you're making it your own.
3: Am I allowed to say black? I want to For say sure. African American.
1: It's like sure. uh, don't
3: <laughs> just just say black. They love say it's black. Just say it.
2: All
0: right. Yeah.
2: Friends, here's a real thing about my life. Um, I have the smallest bladder. What's the odds we could take a pause to pee? Pee pause.
0: Let's do <laughs>
3: I'm gonna go too, actually. I might as well. So that's all P. Yeah, we're all synced up like women on their period.
1: <laughs> Bunch of comics on our P periods. P <laughs> periods. yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be back. You can't laugh at that. This is a um a subject that we haven't gotten into we've talked into talked about more of like the religious dogma mm-hmm. side of things um, right. but now we're gonna talk about religious dating Ooh, yes are you uh do you have a girlfriend now i have four all right
2: um i'm kidding no um i no i don't i uh i'm i i'm a man about town going on dates living my, living living life you know
1: latter day yeah no latter day saint uh
2: No, I'm not. No, I, I do think, you know, you pick one, one and done.
1: So (laughs) it's so romantic the way you said that.
2: Yeah, that's, (laughs) I had a very (laughs) wise man say to me once, you know, you pick your love and then you love your choice. Mm. You know, you just gotta stick (laughs) with it. Everything I hear about marriage, like whenever I ask someone like, Hey, how's marriage? It's like, they go dead in the eyes. They're like, It's so good. You're going to, oh man, it's, it's tough. Oh, it's tough, but it's good. It's, oh, it's good, but it's tough. So tough and good. (laughs) All those, it's always that.
1: Give me another drink. I'm not getting a divorce like I'm a Catholic.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I want to, um, you know, hear sex is cool, but, um,
1: Jeremy, let's, let's roll that clip. And Bring it on home.
2: Well that beautiful bean footage. So I'm uh, I'm dating a, 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 a Person now a, a Christian person um a lady because it has to be and uh, It's real fun, you know, uh, she was homeschooled, so she's like a stereotype or whatever and uh, It's real cool. I've been able to like show her all kinds of things. She's never seen before stuff like women wearing pants and You know people she's not related to stuff like that that's been really cool. I, uh, I'm going to have dinner with her parents in a couple weeks, so I'll get to sit in on a PTA meeting, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> That'll be real cool. Uh, we actually uh, we went on a, a first date recently. Um, we actually did the hottest thing you can do on a Christian first date. Anybody know what that is? Set boundaries. Nailed it. Set boundaries. <laughs> Set b- that is a Christian first base. And uh, second base is just being in the same Bible study. Third base is uh, side hugs. And fourth base is just 17 kids. There's no in between. That's great. We, uh, we had a lot of talk about, you know, like, hey, what's your favorite Kirk Cameron movie? It was great. And uh, the best part was I, I didn't even have to walk her home at the end because her parents were there the whole time. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm Zach Wyckoff. You guys are great. You can't
1: laugh at that so let's talk dating yes so you took the the trope the bases trope and you made it your own mm-hmm. which you know that's that's one thing that we talk about on this podcast is how you can take like a cliche joke oh. and make it your own and make it fresh and make it interesting again and uh mm-hmm. huh. you know, like yeah extreme christian baseball like <laughs> I mean that's third base side hugs that's funny i mean they're all they're all like funny lines but then the last one right and also did you mean to call it fourth base <laughs>
2: <laughs> so many people, <laughs> <I don't laughs> so many people <laughs> have brought that up i don't know why i say fourth i know base i watch sports i yeah. get it i don't know i don't know why i say fourth base i've just it's- said-
3: it's just funnier too. like why say home plate when you can or home run or whatever, or like a run when you can just say fourth base and make it a little bit funnier, <laughs> yeah. you know? So you're right. We're like, you we're know, adding bases. Cause you don't want to get to home. Like, oh, it's like, you're funny. kind of dragging it on maybe or like, i uh, well, not ready yet. Like that kind of
2: thing. Like, you know what I mean? That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I will keep the fourth pit base thing because you know, it, you guys don't own me but it was not intentional. No, that's just me being an idiot.
1: Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you really want to like, keep going, you uh, like fifth base and sixth base and seventh. basically oh, that's these, funny. Are, these are commandments uh, as well.
2: <laughs> yeah. I could expand on the, the baseball analogy a little bit. Like sometimes you can't do it all your own. You got to artificially inseminate, call in a pinch hitter. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> that's funny. But I love the jump to to seventeen kids because that's again another like Dude. religious trope is like oh you have all these kids because you can only have sex for the purpose of reproduction.
2: It's so true, man. Like yeah, you 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 graduate, you get married at twenty two, uh, you have your first kid three years later, and if that, and you just keep pumping them out until uh, your body says you are done.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, it seems to be. What an unsatisfying like. To me, that's that's more of us of a sin is to have a connection for, with somebody and then take this like intimate experience that you can really connect on a deeper level with another human being and turn it into like babies, baby factory. Like <laughs> I'm only doing this to put a kid in you. Right, right, right. <laughs> I want my name to live on. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, the Bible is very pro sex. Like that's
2: a, I mean, there's a whole book about it. Song of Solomon. That's mm-hmm. Solomon just being a little horn dog. It's like <laughs> your, your breasts are twin fawns. What does that mean? You have the goat of a te- you have the teeth of a goat.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when you chew leaves.
0: <laughs>
2: chew up this light bulb. It's it'll do something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to joke about the, the song of Solomon, uh, in in school as kids like we'd we'd just die laughing the whole time
2: (laughs) he's talking about boobies
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) moans i think he used um (laughs) in that but you're you're totally right uh when when did it become this transactional thing when did sex become this transactional thing like on a religious level what who did that Somebody who didn't either, A, care about the well-being of the woman, uh, the ladygasm, or uh, someone who, I don't know, just wasn't good in bed. They were like, no, 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 you can only have sex to have kids. Otherwise, it's a sin. So that's that.
2: Yeah, the Ben Shapiro of the day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely had a hand in a few chapters of the Bible, for
0: sure.
2: (laughs) but not hands on any ladies. Am I right? What's right. up? High five. <laughs> yeah. High five. All right. <laughs> I'm here for
0: that.
1: How would you uh, describe dating uh, with your belief system? Like, because yeah. I mean, to me I, I'm curious because I mean, to me, you know, obviously growing up Catholic, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, dude. Um, definitely like the, oh man, just like the, people say like evangelical. I don't know if I like define myself as that, but um, just because it has so many negative connotations, but like definitely like the evangelical way to do it is, uh, you know, you um, marry somewhere either right out of high school or right out of college now. Um, and if you're past the age of that and you didn't get married, I'm uh, sorry you didn't pray hard enough um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to find a, a spouse or whatever. Um, so like definitely like being, single and in your mid twenties as a Christian person is weird. It's weird, dude. The church has just not found a good way to like talk to Christian, to like single people. Cause like, that's like a whole thing too. Paul was like being singles, chill y'all. Like you, you can do it. It's fine. Um, I mean, obviously I do want to get married at some point just cause I, I I like touching ladies with my mouth on their mouth. So <laughs> I want to, I want to do more of that, but, uh, yeah, it's always like the thing too, of like, if you go on a date, then it's like, mm, when's the ring coming? Probably within less than a year. Um, so yeah, the ring by spring, you've probably heard that. Um, that's a thing at Christian colleges. It's like kind of a joke, but also not <laughs> like at like Christian yeah. colleges, like you got a lockdown. It's like, yeah, man, it's like, uh, there's just something about like, you got to find a Christian broad uh, to carry on the, the faith with. Um, it's like you're fishing from a, from a pond that's about to run out. One of those pay lakes, you know? It's pay lakes. <laughs> so, yeah. And that, by the way, the um, set boundaries on a first date, that did come from a real thing. <laughs> that really happened. Like I was like, we like, we're like, all right. So obviously we like each other. Um, we're only going to stay vertical when we're hanging out and you can't go horizontal. Um, I think that's just wise. Um, you know, uh, butts are okay. Boobs are not like, <laughs> just like that whole, like, <laughs> that whole like setting boundaries thing. Like that is real. And I remember when that happened, like as we were doing it, I was like, this is hilarious. Does anybody else do this? Like, probably not. So I didn't know how else to do it other than just like, I, I had played around with the idea of like the, uh, the bases thing for a long time. Um, I think before it was talking about when I was like in the marching band, talking about like the marching band bases, but really like that wasn't even right because like there's the whole like sexually active band kids. Like that's a thing. Um, that was not me. <laughs> so it came from a bit that failed. Um, and I just kind of, repurposed it into this thing
1: you say you perform in front of churches Mm -hmm. Um, do you do that bit in front of in different congregations
2: i do yeah i do they actually they do like this one uh there is there's some stuff that's like a little what i've learned is a lot of my stuff is like for normal comedy for like normal stand-up in like a club or whatever squeaky clean Mm -hmm. but in a church some of this stuff is kind of kind of edgy Kind of edgy. I learned that the hard way. I uh, there's this comedian, Michael Jr., who is a Christian comedian who is very funny. He I uh, I got to open for him at uh, Crossroads, which is like the our the big mega church or whatever that I work for, and it was like a three thousand person auditorium, which is crazy. Like who gets to do that? It was awesome, but like I did the uh, the black Jesus joke and. Cool oh boy, <laughs> just oh, wow, yeah. mm. the tension of, a uh, it was really weird. And I don't know if I like, again, fully recovered from that. But the one thing I remember is as I was walking out, I was like, kind of like defeated, like, Oh man, that was like stressful. Uh, there was an older black man who just looked at me from like across the atrium we locked eyes and he went, <laughs>
0: "Nice, <No, you're kidding. laughs> that's all you
2: need. Yeah, <laughs> Give me a little nod and a thumbs up. It was, uh, it was pure there's a
3: it feels like there pertinent. might be some intersectionality of pol- political uh, views there too where you got a big church and a lot of those people are conservative let's face it and then it's one of those things where yeah it's just a little bit i was going to say man you could make so much money touring churches right. a, but but you're right though it, you are a little bit edgy in that respect too <laughs> but it's like i don't know um But yeah, it's, it's quality. It's so, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah.
2: There are some uh, comedians that I know that, uh, that like do both clubs and churches. And I think that's like, if I do like tour or whatever, like I probably would do that. Like I would probably stick to the clubs and prefer Mm -hmm. clubs, but I mean, say what you will about church gigs. They got money. And also, um, remember what I said about covered dishes, (laughs) like (laughs) they'll they'll feed you, they'll feed you. So Uh I'll probably, I'll do both. I think I would like to do both. There's this comedian. Oh boy. Uh, he was canceled, whatever came back John Christ. but he was a guy who before all that, like I, um, looked up to it was like someone who did do both of those things and did it well from what I could tell. Um, Fun thing. I was actually, I learned I was supposed to open for him at the comedy attic in Bloomington. And then the day that news came out was the day they told me I would be hosting for him. So they're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, this show is canceled. And also, so is John. What did he do? (sighs) Oh, just like be, just be creepy. Like use tickets to like draw girls back to his hotel room and not, and do everything except have sex. So he could stay a virgin.
3: <sighs> yeah, and that messed up. Wow, I didn't expect that story to take that turn at the end.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. That's dude. Butts, this stuff runs butts. deep. <laughs> butts are fine, boobs are not.
3: <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: christening. You crossed the line. So uh, I noticed this with all your jokes. You you have like a. A lead, a lead-in joke, um, that kind of—I don't know. It, like for the the woke one for your for the black oh, Jesus yeah shit, um, You're right probation officer one. Uh, you uh, Love telling people how to live their life. Um, you know, you just have like these soft lead-in jokes that like hmm. let people know this is a new bit without <laughs> saying this is a new bit. And you do that really well, like, uh, oh, thanks, somebody, a, a lady, cause she has to be like, that's, that's such a good way to, to bring it in. And then the homeschool bit again, you've, we've seen so many comics talk about like being homeschooled and then, uh, and then dating. Right. Like, and then it's like, Oh, this is an incest joke. Like we've seen that before. Um, so the way that you present it in like showing her new things, like women who wear pants, um, I mean, you could do a list of like,
2: you oh, could, there's more like, too. Yeah. I think I've, I, I don't know. I've, I've written more. I don't know if I do more yeah. or I, I, I've done them. One of them is uh, a science book not written by Ken Ham. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's probably some others. I don't know. That PTA thing I think is so funny, but I can't make it work. I can't make it like punch. It's like people are like, ha ha. Okay. Yeah. I think the PTA thing is hilarious, but it just doesn't. I thought it was really good. I laughed. Yeah, it was fun. Oh well, thank you. But yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not most audiences.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I take right. that as a compliment. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah.
1: Um, I see that as like not the peak of a joke. Like if you imagine a joke as like a peak, like you you know, you have different jokes that lead you to the to the big punchline, and then you've got a couple tags to kind of bring the mm-hmm. audience back down. Mm-hmm. It's a good. Mm-hmm. It might not be the peak joke, but it's, sure. it's it's yeah yeah the way you haven't looked at it before, and then you bring it back at the end with you know her parents didn't leave the whole time. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's a good uh, insight, though. I didn't realize I, I do do that. Um, like when I'm doing a setup, I feel like I have to have like a quick punch,
0: mm-hmm. just
2: so I don't know. I think that's just because I'm like terrified of silence or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's probably more. That is my insecurity coming out in punchlines,
1: which is, you're not the only one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which is what we do.
1: Yeah. Um, Sorry.
2: so that's a good insight. I didn't realize I did that, but you're right. I,
1: I mean, totally every, every Everything bit you talked about has been, you know, there's always a bit like that big punch and then you have a couple tags and then we're moving on to the next bit of yeah. this. One. You do that. You structure it really well. I'm surprised that you did like, you didn't realize it seems measured. It's,
2: it's all a facade.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that almost makes it even better. Now don't don't change anything then. Don't even try It's all good.
2: Yeah, when I write out my set list, like I have like all the little lines and like hopefully obviously build to the biggest laugh at the end and um, milk it until it's dead.
1: Even then, like a joke is never dead, like you can bring it back a couple years later and think of a new tag.
2: Right. You're performing
1: yeah, yeah. from a new angle.
2: Yeah. So I think I, I think I overstructure sometimes because um, I don't trust myself enough to, like, riff on stage or whatever. So that's where I think the next, like, phase of me, like, leveling up in comedy is, like, just being more comfortable with that on stage. So, like, I I do love structured jokes. That's what I love the most is, like, when you can tell something was, like, well-written and someone thought through all the parts of it. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. But there's just, like, also some magic of just, like, being in the room. And, like, when I get tripped up, like, when I bomb or when I feel like I bomb – is when I get trying to like, remember what the words were that I wrote down. And it's like, I'm reading a script rather than just like hanging out with pals.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm trying to find that balance.
1: Yeah. That's a good energy to keep uh, when you're on stage. It's like, you know, for just, I'm just, we're just having a conversation here.
2: Yeah. I mean, and you guys shut up,
1: but.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the good comic does is like talks with you. Um, so, it, I mean, it, even though you're not saying anything as an audience member, like, it feels like you're part of the conversation. So, call back to your, um, to the uh, Jesus got hammered bit. I mean, you, that being an off-the-cuff comeback to a heckle, <laughs> now it's, like, a huge laugh is, right. I mean, so you're already getting to that next level. Like, you already have enough of that comfort, so it's just... Oh,
2: thanks, man. Like, it's It comes and goes. Yeah. <laughs> just like I'm sure you guys know, <laughs> you know, yeah. every... Oh, yeah. The confidence comes and goes, but we're working on it. Too
1: soon, Zach. Thank you for joining us. It's been very insightful. This is a, a lot of fun. Thanks, uh-huh. man.
0: Thanks and for having me. What it's always
1: nice to get a, a fresh angle on a topic that's done to death. Uh, You know, Christianity. We we tend to see the same point of view over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's it's really done nice. to death
2: and then to life again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes that's that's how we're going to close it out uh, Zach, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug social media uh,
2: um yeah i am at whack underscore ZyCuff. w-a-c-h underscore z-y-c-u-f-f good luck spelling that uh if you figure it out that's how i know you're a real fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um and, yeah. and not an only fan uh, which <laughs> is <laughs> you <know>. well done. <laughs> Which brings us back to our Patreon. (laughs) Check us out at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod because uh, actually before we, I close it out with, with that, uh, Steve, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh,
3: no, no. No, All right. A good time though. For sure. It
1: was an honor. Thanks for coming on. Um, and thank you for helping us prove that no matter what, no matter how dark, no matter how light Any topic is, it can be funny, and you can laugh at that. Amen. Amen. (laughs) If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at YouCan'tLaughPod, or like us on Facebook at at YouCan'tLaughAtThat, and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic, or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation,
0: is what I'm saying.
1: All right. Bye.